Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, July 6th. Similar to yesterday, U.S. equities rallied at the close to ascend out of negative territory and finish higher on the day. The moves came after the afternoon release of the minutes from the Fed's June monetary policy meeting, which solidified expectations that last month's 75 basis point rate hike is likely to be followed by future increases. The looming start of earnings season may also have fostered some caution, with the major banks set to kick off earnings season next week. Equity news was light as Altria was in focus after the FDA suspended its ban on Juul e-cigarette products, and Amazon announced a deal to provide free Grubhub food delivery services for Prime members. Treasuries traded lower and yields rose, while the U.S. dollar continued to rally to 20-year highs. Gold was solidly lower, and crude oil prices added to yesterday's drop. Most markets in Europe were able to recover from yesterday's fall, while Asia finished mostly lower. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 70 points, or 0.2%, to 31,038. The S&P 500 index gained 14 points, or 0.4%, to 3,845. And the Nasdaq Composite advanced 40 points, or 0.4%, to 11,362. In moderate volume, 4.4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.8 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil fell 97 cents to $98.53 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was down $24.90 to $1,739 per ounce, and the dollar index added 0.5% at 107.06. In equity news on Wednesday, Altria Group, ticker symbol MO, was in focus after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration temporarily suspended its ban on Juul e-cigarette products, in which Altria has a 35% stake. Juul will be able to stay on the market while it appeals the FDA's ban. Altria finished lower. Amazon, ticker symbol AMZN, announced an agreement to add membership in food delivery service Grubhub as a free benefit for Prime members. The deal also gives Amazon an opportunity to acquire a stake in Grubhub. Shares of rival companies Uber Technologies, ticker symbol UBER, and DoorDash, ticker symbol DASH, saw pressure after the announcement. Amazon was modestly higher. The equity markets remained choppy in the first full week of the third quarter as they wrestle with an aggressive Fed, which has signaled that restoring price stability is its number one goal and conceding that the path to a soft landing has become more challenging. Amid this market backdrop, Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her article titled, Panic is not a strategy, nor is greed, how disciplined investing helps investors navigate through volatile environments. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, 
The June Institute for Supply Management, or ISM Services Index, showed expansion in the key services sector slowed by a smaller amount than expected. The index declined to 55.3 from the 55.9 in May, and versus the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a decrease to 54.0. A reading above 50 denotes expansion in activity. An acceleration in business activity helped offset a deceleration in new orders growth and a decline in employment month over month, which moved back into contraction territory. Meanwhile, new export orders fell but continued to grow at a solid pace. Inventories also declined but continued to expand, and prices paid decreased from the prior month but remained severely elevated. The ISM said, quote, logistical challenges, a restricted labor pool, material shortages, inflation, the coronavirus pandemic, and the war in Ukraine continue to negatively impact the services sector, end quote. The final June S&P Global Services PMI index was revised higher to 52.7 from the preliminary level of 51.6, where it was expected to remain, but below May's reading of 53.4. A reading above 50 denotes expansion. The Labor Department's Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, a measure of unmet demand for labor, showed a decrease to 11.3 million jobs available to be filled in May from April's upwardly revised level of 11.7 million. The estimate called for an 11 million figure. The report showed the hiring rate remained at April's 4.3% level and separations also held at April's 3.9% rate, The quit rate dipped to 2.8% from April's 2.9% pace. The MBA Mortgage Application Index decreased 5.4% last week, following the prior week's increase of 0.7%. The index snapped a string of three straight weekly gains as a 7.7% drop in the refinance index was accompanied by a 4.3% fall for the purchase index. The decline came even as the average 30-year mortgage rate declined 10 basis points to 5.74%, but is up 259 basis points versus a year ago. In afternoon action, the central bank released the minutes from its last monetary policy meeting in which it increased rates by 75 basis points, the first increase of that magnitude since 1994. The report showed that the committee emphasized the need to curtail inflation even if it meant a slowdown in the economy and that the July meeting likely would produce another increase in the target of the Fed funds range of a similar degree. The minute said, quote, in discussing potential policy actions at upcoming meetings, participants continue to anticipate that ongoing increases in the target range for the federal funds rate would be appropriate to achieve the committee's objectives, end quote adding, quote, in particular, participants judge that an increase of 50 or 75 basis points would likely be appropriate at the next meeting, end quote. In her article, Fed Go... In her article titled, Fed Goes for Inflation's Jugular with 75 Basis Point Rate Hike, Schwab's Liz Ann Saunders examines the rate hike and how the Fed vowed to forcefully tackle inflation while conceding the path to a soft landing has become more challenging. 
Treasuries were lower, with yields choppy as the markets grapple with the implications of the Fed's aggressive actions and rising concerns regarding a recession. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, notes in our latest Schwab market perspective, price shock, that with no relief on inflation in sight, central banks around the world are ratcheting up their plans to hike interest rates. The result has been a rapid resetting of expectations about the degree of monetary policy tightening it will take to bring inflation lower and a sharp sell-off in the bond market and risk assets. Kathy addresses the question of, is it enough? She says it's too soon to know, but the market is implying it may be too much. Treasury yields typically converge at the peak Fed funds rate during an interest rate hiking cycle. If the implied peak in the Fed funds rate proves to be accurate, then intermediate to long-term yields still have room to rise moderately. However, the yield spread between 10-year and 2-year treasuries recently inverted with 2-year yields above 10-year yields, historically an early warning signal of recession. It suggests the market thinks the Fed may risk hiking rates too high. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was up 14 basis points to 2.95%. The yield on the 10-year note increased 12 basis points to 2.93%. And the 30-year bond rate rose 10 basis points to 3.13%. The economic calendar for tomorrow will be light, offering initial jobless claims for the week ended July 2nd forecasted to show 230,000 first-time unemployment claims were filed, as well as the trade balance for May, with economists calling for the deficit to narrow slightly to $84.7 billion from the prior month's $87.1 billion. In international news on Wednesday, European equities mostly recovered from yesterday's sharp declines that has come as the markets continue to wrestle with headwinds in terms of tightening monetary policies on both sides of the pond that has caused global recession concerns to flare up. Surging inflation pressures have forced monetary policies to tighten while being exacerbated by the ongoing war in Ukraine, which has an energy crisis unfolding in Europe. Amid this backdrop, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, offers his latest article, Recession, The Risk is in the Reversal, where he discusses how investors often notice the overall direction of markets and how missed changes in asset classes under the surface could see a shark attack take a big bite out of unprepared portfolios. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. Economic data showed German factory orders in May unexpectedly rose month over month, but Eurozone retail sales came in below expectations for May. Additionally, construction output in Germany improved slightly for last month, but remained in contraction territory, and UK construction growth decelerated more than expected for June. The U.S. dollar continued to rally amid a flight to safety due to the global recession concerns, amplifying the uneasiness in the markets with the euro and British pound falling again. Bond yields across Europe were mixed and rates in the U.K. rebounded. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was up 1.2%. France's CAC 40 index advanced 2%. 
Germany's DAX index rose 1.6%. Italy's FTSE MIB index increased 1%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 1.3% higher, while Spain's IBEX 35 index was 0.1% lower. Stocks in Asia finished mostly lower as the global markets remain volatile as earnings reporting season looms and global recession concerns remain elevated as central banks in the Americas and Europe tighten to try to combat festering inflation pressures. However, China and Japan have maintained accommodative policies with the former adding more stimulus measures to try to meet its economic growth goals and the latter holding on to its ultra-loose stance. The Chinese economy has been impacted by the COVID-induced lockdowns, and Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article titled Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. In economic news, India reported that its services sector growth accelerated in June, while Hong Kong's business activity slowed solidly in June but remained in expansion territory. Japan's Nikkei 225 index decreased 1.2%, with the yen gaining some ground versus the U.S. dollar. The yen has fallen dramatically in the past few months to lows not seen in 24 years as the Bank of Japan lags the Fed regarding its monetary policy stance. China's Shanghai Composite Index fell 1.4%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index traded 1.2% lower. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index declined 0.5%, and South Korea's Kospi Index dropped 2.1%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index bucked the trend today following the data, rising 1.2%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will hold the leading index from Japan, industrial production from Germany, and labor data from the UK.